What is up, everyone? It is Finn back with another episode of Teeing Up Truth. This is episode four. This is the fourth episode, which is super awesome. We're trying to get in a nice routine for y'all, and we're really excited about it. Miles and Brett are both here with me tonight, and we're super excited for the topics we have for you. I'm going to kick it off to Miles. What's up, man? How are you doing? What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Um, excited to get back on the pod with the boys. Appreciate all you guys listening. So we're in for another treat. Absolutely. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, Miles is having some flickering of his camera. So that's nothing to worry about, but it may happen. We'll we'll roll with it while we're going. Brett is also here. Brett, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to be back again. Uh, I don't know if I gave enough credit to my wife as well for being the main reason why I'm on this podcast with a one-month-old. But uh, yeah, it's checkups tomorrow and hopefully everything's good. Everything seems good. So hopefully I keep getting to be here. Absolutely. Shout out, Rachel. We really appreciate her. Um, (laughs) She seems on board when we talked originally about all this, which is having our wives support and what we do is is super awesome that we all have it. And so shout out the wives. Yeah. Shout out to Ashton too. I haven't seen her in three days and I was like, yo, doing the podcast tonight at nine. She was (laughs) like, three days. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny um josie's not feeling super well so she went to bed early so uh we'll be praying for her health all right yeah we're gonna jump right in to where we left off uh we kind of left off on brett's bombshell that he dropped on us about <laughs> the disparity between amateurs and professional athletes uh dive back into your tape take and give us a little more on it yeah, let's kick off with this. And if anybody here is a listener who's played, I would probably say at least a collegiate level. But hey, if we have any pro athletes, chime in. Um, slide in the DMs. Tell us your take on this. But from my experience, from playing with collegiate athletes across pretty much every major sport, um, at some level or another, and I think, I think. Let me say the main reason I think this is is because golf's the easiest one to equate uh, or I guess compare one-to-one with an amateur because you have full-blown amateurs who can play the exact same course, same tee box, everything that a pro plays. Um, but from my experience, the skill gap from your average amateur golfer to your John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, whatever it is, is it has to be the biggest in, in any sport. Uh, there are sports, of course, I'm not well-versed in them globally, which would be like cricket or rugby. And I don't know. I'm just relating those back to baseball and hockey and football, basically, and all those other things. But, but yeah, I just uh, – I think the statistics are out there for golf and they're measurable, but you don't have the amateur, like what's the amateur three point percentage in the NBA or free throw percentage and so on and so forth. Um, But for the most part, a lot of American sports are based off motor skills that we all have. That's my biggest scientific take. Whereas not many people have experience swinging a golf club and doing that motion. So, I mean, you're just average typical golfer doesn't break a hundred ever. And that's just yeah. for people who don't know golf, that's crazy. Like the, in the levels of professional, I actually just saw something recently. I think it said that like the average golfer can't break a hundred in a score. Uh, so if you're, I think if you break 90 and you're like the top 5% of golfers worldwide. Yeah. I think it's um, 1% break 75 and like 0.1% break 65. Yeah. Good. I mean, okay, so I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I don't agree. Uh, what do you think's the biggest skill gap? Uh, dude. He's going to say, I don't know. I, I would, let, go for it. I, 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 you both know what I'm going to say. If you put me... Oh, I have no idea what you're going to say. If you put me up against a major league pitcher, I, and you gave me 100 swings, I would not hit a single ball. Okay, but so... Equate that to golf. What do, what do you, how do you put that to golf? You play a hundred rounds against the worst golfer on the, the tour. 
not even you don't even have to do the tour. You'll never beat anybody in uh the I can't think of what's the second level again. You got the Corn Fairy Tour. The Corn Fairy. Yeah, like, you give me the worst golf from the Corn Fairy Tour, you play 100 rounds against him, you're never beating him. Uh, yeah, but it's very hard to get. It's I think you will eventually hit 100. I think you'll eventually hit off the best pitcher in baseball. Not. I'm not saying you're going to get on base, but I, you'll hit it. I don't know, man. That is. You so... don't think you'll ever make contact? I I could make contact. Okay. I could foul a ball. I you know I I I guess I would. You never... could hit it in play and ground out. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, if Garrett Cole gets up there and he throws his 97 mile an hour fastball and then I miss it and then he throws. Spencer Strider's 101 fastball. Yeah. Balls, right. Man. Yeah. I I I agree. I think for maybe a one to one comparison, a hitting a golf ball versus hitting a baseball. Sure, it's it's more difficult. From maybe. How about we start here? Let's start here. Besides golf, I think we can all agree golf's probably top easily without debate top 3 hardest sports. <clears throat> right? Have, have you have you guys seen this guy college burnout? I think is his Instagram handle. Mm-mm. Oh, you guys should look him up. I we were going to talk about this and then he popped up in my feed and he someone he says that he's the greatest athlete in the world and that if you give him 30 days mm. to do anything he can become average at it. <laughs> and average? average. I feel uh, like that's a pretty low bar, no? Uh yeah, I don't know. Like he I I have to look at it um again, but he got golf was what everyone said is that he could never be good at golf. Um and he did thirty a thirty day golf challenge. And I didn't I haven't seen all his videos. But he also agrees with me that hitting a baseball is the hardest thing that to do. Uh, yeah, I think it compare it one to one, but it, like hitting a hole in one statistically is way harder than hitting any fastball. And this in is any, in any level, and it's like ten thousand fold the disparity. But it's just it's just so rare. It's hard. So my me and Mike, if you listen to this, Brett, you met Mike, dude. Yeah. My camera literally freezes every. Sorry, guys. <laughs> back on we're back on but in college we had a debate and we literally walked around campus and had a poll we probably asked maybe 50 people which sport was harder golf or baseball mm-hmm. I, I of course was fighting for golf he was fighting for baseball um and i cannot remember how the vote ended up it may have, it was pretty close um i think i hated it but i'm pretty sure the general consensus was like maybe 30 to 20 baseball versus golf. And I was not, I still didn't believe it, but uh, uh, I think baseball is like not even in my top three. Probably the two hardest sports. What? I think, I think everything outside of hitting a baseball is probably one of the easier sides of sports. Dude, catching a, catching a fly ball in the outfield is, is a lot harder than you would expect it to be. Uh, no, I got oh, that, see, I, I don't, I don't, that. I don't think that's. I think that's one of the easier things. And I think put, most people have done that in their life. I feel like you put me in the outfield and you have Shohei Otani hitting pop flies, and I'll walk out there tonight with the lights on, and I'd probably catch. This is probably so optimistic. I feel <laughs> like I'd catch majority of them. I think I'm catching nine out of ten. I'm no, just, I'm not saying diving catches aren't, aren't I, hard enough. I'm saying it's a, it's harder than you would like. You're saying it's like super easy and like sure, like but it's easy to get lost in the lights. It's when they hit them super high, they're they're hard. A line drive coming straight at you, sure you can catch it, but a crack off the bat and like those are big fields in the in the yeah major league. They cover a lot of distance too. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah. and you have to have good a good eye. To know where the ball's going off the bat quickly to get to yeah. where you need to go. It's um and those infield grounders, they're coming off the bat at like 130 miles an hour. See, I I would say those are the second hardest thing in baseball. And I think that's probably a big margin. I think to field the people who field well with low errors and get golden gloves, I think are extremely athletic. Yeah. I think that's actually pretty athletic because you have to have really good reflexes and you have to be able to like make, make just dynamic plays in split seconds. Sure. And then also make throws to first that are accurate. I think if if I was on third base and you were in the outfield of a major league, uh, like scenario, 
that I tagged up and you caught a pop fly, I could score on you every time. You you would not be able to throw me out from the outfield to home plate. And we're two amateurs. From where am I catching this fly ball at? But right field. Like right like right center? Like you're, just dead center? You're Ronald Acuna in right field. I think I'm I think if I'm not by the warning track, because clearly I can't throw that that far that fast. If you're in the but middle of the like outfield, a, I could beat you every time. I think I'm getting you once or twice in ten throws. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the question is the disparity. Anyways, yeah, he's thinking golf has the biggest disparity between the average and the pro. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking. I'm saying. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking your high schooler mm-hmm. sports athlete, baseball, no, no, no. basketball, golf, like anything. Just, dude off the, just average. Oh, dude off the street. It's not fair because then golf's for sure the hardest because I think you have to have some ability to play the sport. Well, even if you, even if you look at it that way, dude off the street. <laughs> I mean, dude off the street trying to hit a golf ball, not happening. Like, it's never happening. Not- you will do but better. everybody's thrown something in their life. Everybody's caught something in their life. Exactly. Basketball, football, like throwing and catching, all that's things that you do growing yeah. up. We got more more in depth in this than I thought. See, with with my crew, like 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 Finn knows, the Marcus and them, yeah, I actually agree with him. I think basketball, but it's it's really just because of height. I do think they're freakishly athletic, but it's like if we played against the worst players in the NBA, we would never score a point. Oh, yeah. We would have to throw up half-court shots yeah. and hope we made one. I think if you put me on a NBA team, if I was, like, the fifth man out there on a real NBA team, yeah. I think I could score one three-pointer. You played all 48 minutes. You think you're scoring? Once. Because I think that they wouldn't You think even they would just let down? Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't even, let, they I, wouldn't even guard that me. That was my argument. That <laughs> so, was my argument with Marcus. I told him I was like... I was like, look, eventually Braun's just going to be like up 150 on me. He's just going to be like, whatever, I'll give you a shot. Yeah. And I might make it. Yeah, that's what I think. I think I could <laughs> want in an NBA game. I think I can make one one basket. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a shooter though. Nice. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. see, I think, I think there's a lot of hard sports. I think hockey is very, very difficult for a person off the streets. People Dude. can't ice skate. Okay, that's a great one. I think you just b- obliterated your own point. I was talking baseball because that's what I know. You, there is no way that you the the gap between you and, a, and an NHL player is, is astronomical. To be able to skate, yeah, you handle handle a puck, shoot and dodge other dudes that are running like four forties, like on on yeah. on skates. Yeah, no. That's way harder than being a professional golfer. Yeah, uh, another hot, uh, another take off it. I That's think crazy. hockey is the most athletic oh, sport. Yeah, I think so too. I will always think golf's the hardest sport in the world. But I do think I just think if you just take your average high school hockey player to a pro, it's really hard to measure these things. Golf's easier to measure. Yeah, I I just think there's so many more things that can go wrong in golf than there are other sports. There's just way more variables. There's less variables in other sports, so it's, it just increases its difficulty as it keeps going. The best people to answer this question that would like solve everything would be the golfers on tour right now that played baseball growing up, and then baseball players who love playing golf. For sure. Yeah. Like, And you got all of their answers. I think that would be a pretty fair... That'd be a pretty solid... Dude, I heard my, I heard Michael Harris, uh, the center fielder for the Braves, can drive a golf ball like 400 yards. Nutty. Yeah, that's probably cap. Uh dude. I mean, I've heard from a source who's played I with like him. I think so. I mean, I maybe so. he's got to be able to hit a fairway too. That's the thing, right? It's like he said on Twitter. On Twitter, he's someone asked him what sport he'd be playing if he uh, wasn't playing baseball, and he said he would be a golfer. Hmm. Respect. Yeah. Okay, so you both. Well, I don't know, Brett. You kind of changed your tune. I think you said, "I, uh, I think you might think golf or hockey is has the bigger disparity." No, I think hockey is higher than baseball, and I think basketball is higher than baseball. I I do think you're right if you're just talking one to one and you rule out hole in one, right? Because statistically, it's just crazy. 
but hitting a for sure hitting off of the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah, you name it. Probably not even the best pitcher. It probably doesn't have to be the best pitcher to be the hardest thing to do as an individual thing in the sport outside of hitting a hole in one. I I think statistically they said that hitting a fastball, a major league fastball, is the hardest thing to do. But and then the next thing is actually uh, stopping a free kick in soccer. Huh. Scoring or stopping? Being the goalie. Block. Like, oh, like a, maybe a penalty kick? Yeah. 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 Sorry. A, a penalty kick. Yeah. I yeah. will say. I mean, that has a high chance to score. I can pick up. I've been blessed to be able to pick up a lot of things really quickly, but the one sport I cannot pick up and I'm not good at is soccer. Straight up. Soccer is difficult because you don't have, if you don't have foot coordination, it's it's a tough. This is the same thing with why I think hockey is difficult. Yeah. Because hockey were, if people's never skated before, you're gonna look like a fool out there. Yeah. All right. Well, I think the disparity between any amateur and any professional is just um, like drastic. There's no, there's no way to even comprehend. But like, oh, that's why I loved that Joe versus Pro on Spike TV. Do you remember that show growing up? No. Pros versus Joes. Oh, so good because it was like guys like this. We they would have discussions like this, but they would be confident. They'd be like, bro, I hit off Max Scherzer in high school, though. I could hit off him right now. And then, like, they <laughs> yeah. literally go get him, and then they just strike him out for, like, 12 straight minutes. And it's so funny. I remember that show. It's so good. I I'm, just, at least, I'm at least humble enough to know that the level in professional sports is just so beyond my reach. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't matter how much money or time I put into it. If you want to know another – thing from my my point of view the four play guys are i think they've only lost to max homa when they played in a scramble against a pro player uh, i don't watch a bunch of the four play guys like they're i think i know i think i know who you're talking about. it's three of them right yeah Trent. they're not so super they're great yeah to max homa yeah they they're they're i think they've done four or five and they've like they're either four and one or or three and one where they wow. they play a scramble, the three of them against a tour player, and uh, aren't they kind of Bob does sports ish skill? Or am I crazy? Frankie, are they better? Uh, Frankie and Riggs are both sub ten handicap, and oh okay, and Trent is trying to break ninety. Okay, uh, well that's kind of impressive, and I, yeah, I, I bet they've played with a bunch of pros. Yeah, they've played with or ex pros. Kisner, Max Homa, they just played. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on this guy's name. He won the U.S. Open. Um, Who won the Open this year? Wyndham. Clark. 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 Yeah. Uh, They beat him. Dang. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's a scramble, but, like, I still think that, like, you know, when you get down to it, like, we can hit every single shot. Not every single shot, but we can hit the same shots that pros hit in golf. Do we score distance wise, like to, to the as close to the pin kind of thing? I'm yeah. not gonna say I can shot shape everything they can, but, but some people right. can. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if I thin it. If it goes to three feet, it goes to three feet. That's true, right? Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I I I think a lot of other sports, there's a a greater gap between a professional and an amateur. Um. I'm not saying that the gap between amateurs and professional golfers isn't tremendous. Do I think I could ever, ever get close to ever beating one? No. Uh, but. Interesting. I'm excited to see what people say in the comments. Yeah, I hope, yeah. Pe- I hope people actually comment on this one. <laughs> All right. Um, Hopefully Marcus watches it and chimes in, tells me about how I'll never score a point in basketball. Because I'm right there with you, dude. No, no, Eventually I- they'll give me a shot and a eventually i'll make it you know what i would ne- would never happen if i were an nfl running back i don't think i'd ever make it across the line of scrimmage if i, I don't believe that either if i yeah if you put I, me I, you don't think you'd ever make you'd, it ev- you'd eventually get a hole bro i'm not you saying got, you'd have positive yards there. all game but you'd eventually get something you think yeah, so bro, you got the old linemen they're gonna make a hole for you dude. <laughs> you they think- don't get hit behind the line every time nah. you will get blocked <laughs> Oh that yeah, would, I, I would yeah, die. I would get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be you'd be you'd be limping for some weeks. If you get absolutely rocked. if you lined up in the slot or like out out wide 
uh, and Jalen Ramsey was shadowing you, would you ever catch a pass? No. Yeah, I actually hit him with a little little stop. Yeah. Slam. <laughs> Catching that, bro. I don't I, I, I'm not. No, I'm not. How, are they throwing to you every play? Yeah. Like, you got you got Tom Brady behind the line. Like, behind, you know, he's your quarterback. And you're Tom Brady of all people. Who's the best corner in the league? I don't know. I the, I I don't watch a ton of football anymore. I mean, Jalen Ramsey Jaylen was person. one of the best for a long for a little bit. I think it'd be really difficult, but I think that's easier no, than bro. some of the other things we talked about. You he think is locking... what? I I think I'm get, catching a pass on Jalen weeks before I'm hitting a fastball. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's like a. I think you're talking about catch one pass. Yeah, yeah. Just what? like gain one yard rushing. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to get a hole. <laughs> I might have negative 30,000 yards the rest of the game, but I got one at one play. Yeah. Uh, so you have, to, that, you have to have the hole because you're not beating anyone to the outside. Oh, I'm not breaking a tackle. No, no. Yeah. They touch me. I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. Oh, they're throwing me three feet. What are the odds? Yeah. What are the odds you hold on to the football if you got hit by an NFL linebacker? Oh, at full speed? Yeah. No, I no chance because I'm putting my hands up to stop the impact, bro. <laughs> no chance. Like Ray Lewis in his prime, yeah. trucking you. Yeah. I don't think ever. I would not. I'm not denying this. I'm I hoping I stay it. conscious through it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no. Okay. Football players are freakishly strong. I learned that from Gabe Barrett. Oh, dude, yeah, that guy was crazy strong. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where we wanted to go after that. That was a longer tangent than I think any of us expected. I I could yeah, keep talking cool. about it. Um, we like a lot. Of sports and we're all, we've all played so many sports. Oh wait, so here's one more. Talk. Dude, we played basketball with that girl who played at, at Florida. She was a college mm-hmm. college player at Florida. She came and played with us one time, and she destroyed all of us. Yeah, she smoked kids. She was <laughs> on my team every time, and I loved it because yeah. no one... No Dude, she crossed me up. Ever, I, no one she literally broke my ankles. Oh, yeah. No one wanted to guard her at first, and then she then she's just, you have to guard her, yeah. and then she makes everything on you, and so you're just calling for switches because you don't want her to keep making it on you, and I'm like... Bro, like you're not, yeah. Like she's just better than you. Oh yeah, so it much. was great. It, it, it was a great night. The disparity between us and anybody in any sport is ridiculous. I mean, between you, me, you and me, and Miles, I think Miles would beat us if we were scramble part partners. Miles would, would beat us. Yeah, not every time, but yeah, he beat us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, all right. I can, I can have a bad. I have a bad day. You're beating me. Yeah. All if right. I have a bad, bad day, day. I feel like eighty, you guys have a decent day. You're breaking eighty. I feel like I broke eighty. And to like, scramble with me and I think me and Fen win two to three times out of ten in the scramble. I like those odds. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think you guys are shooting a scramble? Two man scramble. A two man scramble. Less than five over, or maybe five over. That'd be really competitive then. I mean, you don't I, think so, Steven? I don't know. Uh, I guess like yeah, we probably could shoot actually, five over. Actually, I, I think I think, I think as long as we don't blow up holes where we both miss, miss drives, I think we'd be okay. If we play smart, say, we could do it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and this is not Barnsley where we played them in a two v one. I'm talking like your regular Muni. Oh, Not yeah. playing on liquid fast greens. Yeah. We got to make it happen in January. We do. Yeah. And then by the end of next year, we'll just be smoking them in 2v1s. It won't be fair anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> dude, Bob, uh, Bob and Joey haven't beaten Fat Perez in one of their 2v1s in, like, they, in a minute, they said. Dude, they always have a bomb hole, too. They always just explode somewhere, and then it's just... It's a bunch of those. What does FP always say? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> and he says it the whole hole, and they're just like they just they just drop like an eight, and it's over. I love when Joey D just gets so mad, bro. Yeah. He gets ah. mad. This will work. <laughs> we got banged I, on that hole. It's 
It's so great because he has such highs and such lows. Yeah. I feel like I would not be able to handle that, but it's so entertaining. That's the best. I would love to play around in golf with them. Dude, me wow. too. Here, I, I, both, I have a question I'm going to ask you both. I want your uh, opinions. Do you, who, which, which scramble team of YouTube golfers do you think we could beat right now? As the three of us? Yeah, the three of us. The three of us versus three, three other, other people. I think Bob does sports and us would be a really good match. Yeah, I think I, so. I think so too. That'd be a good That'd match. That'd be a fantastic matchup, actually. I think, uh, um, I think we could, I think we could beat them for sure. I think we could probably beat. There's no, no other, I, not no consistently, other, like, but like, trio of yeah, like no, Steve, like, Bubby, and Matt. Yeah, I think the three of them would be a good match for us. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think we could beat them? I don't think we beat them often. They're good because I think Matt and Bubby are both probably better than us, mm -hmm. and Steve's probably better than us. But Miles yeah. might be the best out of all of the six. They're pretty solid, man. Um, yeah, that'd be a good match. But I think. Oof, we'd have to play pretty well to beat them, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we'd yeah. consistent, I would say. For sure. Um all right, that's a that's a good that's a good trio right there. Besides them, I mean, what other trio of golfers are there out there on YouTube? I mean, we could we could that, we could challenge Garrett. The Divot dudes Garrett would be Kwan. a good one too. Oh yeah. We could the Divot dudes would be good. Garrett, Quan, and Brad. How badly would they beat us? Bad. <laughs> Very <laughs> bad. <laughs> Because they're shooting, they're they're for sure a hundred percent shooting like in the sixties. The three of them in a scramble, yeah, no question. Oh no, they're dude, they're shooting. Did you think they shoot in the fifties? Did you see Garrett and Bryson? Uh, yeah, I like their series. Yeah, the did you see Garrett 65. and scramble? Did you see what Bryson said about Muni courses? Bro, yeah, they they shot Garrett and Bryson in a two man scramble shot. Freaking a! What was it? They almost broke that. Um, they almost they, broke they, fifty. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to break fifty, and they shot a fifty. Yeah. And they parred a they part a par four. They had they had two. Oh, you haven't seen this? No, series? I didn't. I didn't bonkers, bro. They had two pars, four or five eagles, yeah. and everything else birdies. And they shot like I think they shot fifty. Uh, Bryson oh, is disgusting. Disgusting Whoa. in those videos. He's Steven, so good. Bryson and Garrett shot fifty. That's one of the one of those videos that I watched That's was insane. the reason I was like, you watch him versus Garrett, and Garrett is very good at golf. Oh yeah, they're like, this I just, is like you're a clown compared to him, and I don't even know if Bryson's best in the world. It's crazy. I couldn't believe how good he was on just like your regular mm -hmm. Muni court. The only thing he said he didn't like was he was like on tours, greens are just so pure. So uh, pure. Yeah. So That's every true. read, you know where it's going. And he was like, to be honest with you, it's harder to put on these. Yeah. Because you might yeah. go over a ball mark. You might whatever. That. You might have weird grain halfway through the hole. He, he was like putting was better, easier on tour. And I get that. I mean, I I think the putting at Barnsley was the best greens ever played on. Mm -hmm. Sure, they were fast, but they were so pure. Oh yeah. I mean, if you hit it and you read the line right, you you yeah. hit it there. If you got the speed. your ball went where yeah. yeah. But it, it yeah, you know, the speech like, is hard. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, no wobbles or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I couldn't Hunter, imagine those other ones. Um, Bryson and, and Garrett in one of their videos too. Bryson explained that downhill putts are easier to make than uphill putts. Yeah, I think he said there that? were statistics for it too. Well, and I didn't. Yeah, I've never right. heard that before. Huge. Yeah, he's a huge. Yeah, mm -hmm. he said something about. I can't remember how like what it was, but just. Going downhill, gravity is like more so in your favor, I think. Yeah. Because uphill, it's always like falling away from the cup. Where downhill, I think it was something about gravity. Um, I think when you get to a certain skill level, that's probably true. But from my perspective, when he said it, I thought, but the thing is, is I miss more coming back putts after a downhill putt because I miss it by so much. Yeah. Which but I think is probably true for a lot of people. Huh. Because so many times, 99% of the time, you'll hear people say, you know, leave it below the hole. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, Bryson said that, and I had never heard anybody say I've that. I've never before. heard it. Because everybody says, like, oh, he has an uphill putt here. He can be aggressive. Exactly. You can. I feel like I feel that way on uphill putts. Yeah. I know that I can play, to, play it hard. I can play through the break. 
and I'm going to have like a one footer to tap in. But on downhill putts, I'm not guaranteed to have tap ins. And if I try to play an aggressive line and go back in the cup or something, you're four feet past. I wish I could see that like one minute clip again where he's explaining the why. Yeah. Yeah. He did explain why. That's really interesting. The gravity thing was something with it. But I do think there's probably a skill level with that. Yeah. I wonder if other like tour players agree with it though. Wait, here's something uh, that Bryson does that I think I agree with. Uh, I think I like how he has his clubs all the same length. I think that's I, well, smart. What do you... Oh, I didn't know that. You're talking like pitching wedge in his foreiron? I think every, oh, you know that, Brett? every single one of his irons is the same length as either his seven or eight iron. Seven oh, iron. but just loft is different. Yeah. Yeah. The length I of mean, the if club, you, though. I guess Even that makes... Yeah, like you, you, you just learn distance control with them at the same length. I don't know. That kind of, I feel like that probably helps you find like. You only have to think about one swing. Right. Cause he's a big, like, all right, my 80 yard shot here is 10 o'clock or it's like glove to shoulder. He's very, he's very much like 10, nine. Like he has all his little positions. I think and I if you always have like, the shaft length. Like 945 shot one time. I was like, what? Yeah. What does that even mean? Like, yeah. Oh, it's but exactly those guys need it to the yard, dude. It's, it's exactly what Brett explained. Like, oh, I know, I know, but like nine forty-five, like that's so meticulous. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're so dialed, bro. Yeah. He's hit more nine forty-five shots than you've hit golf balls in your life. That's probably, you're you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's crazy. Um, um, but yeah, I'd love to get there someday for sure. I did hear on uh, Quan's latest video that when his the biggest improvement he saw in his golf game. Was in was when he was start when he learned to control distances with his wedges and hit like multiple clubs seventy yards. So it wasn't yeah. just like this is my seventy yard club, but this is my seventy yard with spin, seventy yard high, seventy yard low. Yeah, and I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, we just don't have the time for that. Oh, and 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 the other thing he was like was you have to practice that with like real balls. Like, cause a range ball is not going to come off the face the same or spin the same. Yeah. And that's like another luxury. Yeah, and you got to pick difficult. a ball that you want to play with and you got to play that ball all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's when it actually matters. And like, because if you have a launch monitor, whether it's a track man, a rap Soto, mm-hmm. a foresight, whatever, once you dial in your yardages like that, you're exactly right. You have to play with that ball because then mm-hmm. it actually matters for mm-hmm. us. I can, to be honest, I can play whatever ball that's not a crappy ball, and I'm really not seeing that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I really, really, really want a launch monitor of so. some sort. I just asked because for a Soto MLM Two get... Pro for Christmas. What did you get? What did you ask for? Uh, for the MLM Two Pro for Christmas. Dude, that's how you get dialed. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know your, your distances. That's how you know your max distances with your clubs. That, and that right there is. Well, they're getting so good too, and you can get spin rate. You can get everything with them. If you if you know your if you know a max pitching wedge for you goes one thirty five, and you get to the course, you laser it, and it says one thirty seven. You now know you can hit a max pitching wedge, and it will not go one thirty seven. Like you know how far it goes. Whereas for us, it's like a it's pretty gray. Yeah. You know. Well, I was watching after one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy five yards. It's very gray for me. It's Mm. like. Yeah. What like that terrifies me because I thought it was just gray for me and Steven because I was like, my pitching wedge does go maybe 135 max, but I can thin it to about 160. Dude, I've thinned a pitching wedge 180 (laughs) yards for or like you know like. (laughs) Um, for me, it's pretty gray after like 160. Oh, yeah, 170. Terrifying. 160, 175. It starts getting gray after that. That makes me feel better because I feel like I just got my first set of irons, which will lead into our question, but Mm. it's a. I, I, I have such so much trouble figuring out my distances still. Well, yep. there was, I was watching, I watched the Chasing Scratch guys get fit by the Titleist crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was Eli was hitting. And the guy was like, you just hit that six iron 205 yards. The next one you hit it 165 yards. Then you hit this one 185 yards. And he's like, and all the swings, honestly, were relatively similar. Like, let's get you a better club head or shaft or both and see yeah. if we can fix that. And they they tweaked it or whatever a few times. Next thing you know, he was hitting the ball 
between 183 and 188 yards like every time. And it's just like, yeah. dude, it's crazy what the, you know, the right club and the right fitting can do for you. I think it's That's what cheap, I did at my fitting too. Coat. I didn't want distance. I wanted the smallest gap between my yeah. my toes and my peers. And there were like, I I got to like, I was pretty much around like eight to 12 yard difference between my good and my bad. And I was like, yeah, I can play with that. Right. Because then, it, then it's like, sure, I might have missed it by a club length on a bad shot, but it, I didn't hit it great. I have never been fit for for golf clubs in my entire life, and I've played golf my whole life. Dude, <laughs> uh, that's my dream. I, I my, would love to. My dream is for us to get sponsored and all go for fitting together. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, that would but be. The fitting wasn't too too crazy expensive, but it would be fun to go to like a Titleist. Yeah, right. Or a, a TaylorMade or, or a Callaway. That, that TaylorMade place that Horvat yeah. took his best buddy to. The dude, Kingdom. The Kingdom. Dude, that guy. I uh, that seemed like heaven, bro. He was pulling out everything. He was like de-lofting a five wood to play as his three wood, yeah. but carried further than his stock three wood. I was like, this is crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Speaking so of sponsorships, boss. did you guys see that birdie ball followed us on uh, Instagram? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I need, I, that's for, I'm getting some of those for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting my first hitting net and mat so I can at least just swing yeah. at my house. Hit a golf ball yeah. into a golf Something. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's great. All right, um, let's jump into the question that uh, one of our viewers, uh, Miles' work friend, uh, had. Yes. We want to start fielding. If you guys have questions, you enjoy the podcast, please let us know. Like, subscribe, review, five stars, um, and send us questions. We can take them, Instagram DMs, us personally, if you know us. Uh, We have an email address, teeinguptruth at gmail.com, whatever you want to do uh we would love to get you as the viewers the listeners your input and your thoughts or questions uh so miles go ahead uh what was the question that your friend had yeah so my my friend luke um just got into playing golf two years ago and he said he has the golf bug like no other he lives uh, he said he's played golf almost every weekend for two years straight wow like he is all oh, about it that's um, a bug also huge into all the golf youtube golf like loves bob does sports good good all all the guys all the same guys that we do Mm -hmm. Uh, he asked me the question he said it's a great question by the way he said okay i've been playing golf for two years with the same starter set that he bought originally at what point he's he said he's like about like a 20 handicap or 25 handicap i think if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. he shoots like 90s to 100 he said, at what point should you buy nicer golf clubs and graduate from your starter set? I I don't know if I have a good opinion on this. Uh, if I were you and I played every weekend and I could afford to buy myself a nicer set, I don't necessarily think you need to get fitted or anything. But if you can afford to get yourself a nicer set, I would. You play a lot. You play. You play enough. You probably need more clubs than what your starter set has. I know my starter set was only a, a pitching wedge through a six iron. Um, yeah. So like maybe you don't. You don't even have a five or a four iron. Um, if you can afford a new set, I think you should go for it. I don't know if that's the right yeah. answer, but that's my answer. Brett, yeah, the, the guys. So like I alluded to, uh, I grew up younger brother. Dad played golf. Never had my own clubs until recently. This is my first, I mean, outside of like maybe, you know, junior sets. Uh, But this is my first real set of golf clubs that wasn't either my father-in-law's, my dad's, or my brother's. Um, And I talked with a bunch of buddies who I met uh, who work at Golf Galaxy and talked to them about fittings and everything. And they kind of convinced me... um, almost a little bit of the opposite of what Steven said was if you're going to spend the money on new clubs, you might as well get them fitted for you as well. But they also said like, it it doesn't, if I don't know if he's at that range where it really matters, I would almost say maybe like get some lessons first. So you at least have your swing down. So you're not getting fitted with like a swing. That's always going to be a 20 handicap. Yeah. I'm not going to say any swing can't shoot low, but we've all seen some players where you're like, 
you're never going to break 80 with that. But uh, if his swing's good and it's just and it's just playing and consistency and maybe it is clubs, my, I would say that's why I, saw, I would say take a couple rounds off and splurge for the fitting. That's what I was saying. It's like I I don't necessarily know if you need to get if you want new clubs. I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't get new clubs. Uh, but I don't think you should get fit until you you take lessons. I think that you should yeah. get a swing that you want before you get clubs fit to that swing. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that point. But and I just got money, fitted for irons too. I didn't get fitted for drop. You can get fit for the whole bag. Oh yeah. yeah. I, well, maybe I don't know. Can you get fit for a putter? Maybe you can. Yeah, you can. Big time. Yeah. So there you go. So I mean, big time. <laughs> Miles said big yeah. time. Yeah. So, so my yeah, my iron fitting was only like it came out to like seven hundred and sixty ish with the irons um, and the fitting? for a full set of irons and the fittings. Oh, but I got last nice. year's model and it was two hundred dollars off. And you. Got it. We got like the yeah, Callaway yeah. Apex from 2021, 2022. I forget what it was. It was the yeah. the paradigms were the new ones before these newest Apexes. Yeah, yeah. And it was the old Apexes, and I was like, I I don't I don't need the brand new paradigms. Yeah. But again, I hit a bunch of things. I hit the Mizuno's actually further, and it was like the Mizuno's were more expensive. They took like three months to come in, mm. and I was like, I'd rather have the Callaways, where I had a smaller distance between my misses, but I didn't hit it as Did far. Did they go into like different shafts that you should be swinging? Different. Yeah, I hit like six different Great shafts. Things. I hit clubs, so my clubs are actually bent up one degree. Yeah. Um, I've tried. I tried two degrees as well. I tried flat. I tried cavity backs. I tried That's, a bunch I, of different. I've things. heard. Some people had really bad experiences with fittings before because they went in there and the guy's like, well, what do you like? Like, what do you think? What do you know? And the guy, the person yeah. like just kind of went with it. But then they're like, then I got fit again. And some dude, the, the, the second guy that they were doing it was like, hey, let's try this. Let's try this. Like, you mm -hmm. didn't hit that one super well. Like, let's try. And he was like, rethinking about my first experience. I was like, I went in there and the guy kept asking me what I wanted, but I have no clue, you know, like. Yeah. So, like, you, I think it's also important if you do get fit, based on the research that I've done and the stories I've heard, make sure you're doing it with someone who is going to t test a bunch of stuff with you. Yeah, like, they need to want you to hit your best shot. Yeah. And I, I was lucky because I hit, I got fit by somebody who I had been playing rounds with, and I didn't know him super well, but it was basically like, like there was a point where I was hitting, I mean those Mizunos I was hitting like 20 yards further mm -hmm. than my stock seven Tacomos. And then I was just like, this is crazy. Like I'm just a kid at Christmas. And he was like, I'm just going to be honest. He was like, put the gapping here. And he shows me the overhead chart and everything. He was like, this is a lot. He was like, your misses to your best hits is a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we can get that smaller. He was like, I want to get that smaller. Like, he wanted to get it. And then yeah. we got to a point where he was like, you're not going to hit a better seven iron. Than nice. And I was like, I think you're right. That's all. Like it was, it was a very good experience. I haven't, uh, I haven't answered Luke's question yet. So, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. No, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> uh, that was good info. I would say, for me, I would say if you're just getting into golf, just get a very reasonable or cheaper starter set or hand me down set. That's yeah. all you need to start. Mm -hmm. I would, I would not say drop a lot of money to get the nice clubs in the very, very beginning. I don't like that. I mean, of course, if you got it, you got it. Just okay, I got you. But just have golf clubs. Now, for Luke's specific question, he's two years in, plays golf every weekend, about a twenty handicap. Yeah. When do you get new clubs? I would say once you've made the decision. Sorry, my camera. Made the decision that you are going to like that you love golf, and you know you're going to be playing a lot of golf moving forward. Then, like Finn said, if you have the money, definitely get a nicer set of clubs. Now, I would also suggest, I mean, this comes down to your budget, but don't go all out, mm -hmm. top line, like, no. Just yeah. your 20, 25 handicap, just get, like, a nicer set of clubs, yeah. right? Um, I probably wouldn't even get fit yet, honestly. I would just get a nicer set of clubs. Yeah. Um. And then after maybe a year or two years of that, and you get your handicap, little, you know, into 50, sub 15, okay, 
now is a good time if you're still all about golf to mm-hmm. you know get fit go a little more all in yeah. so that's that's what i would say for sure yeah that's did i, totally, I answer I, that question? yeah, did yeah. I answer his question yeah definitely i yeah. agree i agree with you completely if you're just yeah, starting the golf clubs are expensive they but are. they do last depending they, on the person you are they last a long time like i i got fit for my irons and i told my wife like this isn't like an every year thing this is like i'm done for a long time with irons yeah and like i literally played college golf and i still have irons from 2013 these yeah. are ping s55s they came out in 2013 and yeah. I still play these bad boys. So like that just kind of yeah. goes to show that you do not need yeah. like top line golf yeah, clubs yeah. to yeah. be it's an easier player. argument for your wife too. Cause say you do spend a grand on your irons. <laughs> play them for 10 years, it's only a hundred bucks a year. That's true. That's not right. a bad sale. That's like five dinners at Chick-fil-A. That's also true. <laughs> uh fun fact. Uh I I may have said this said this year before, but like I mean, I think it's super interesting that I I'm hosting a golf podcast and doing all this content on my personal page. Finn does stuff. Uh, I have never purchased a golf club for myself. I have everything I've had is either been a gift or hand me down from my father in law, which yeah. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I mean, I have a full set of Titleist AP2 clubs. I don't even know what year they're from, but they were just gifted to me. AP2s are sweet, man. When I was in high school, those yeah. things were sexy. Yeah. Like, if you had AP2s, you were a dog, bro. Uh, I'm a dog. Do I, you, I got the dog in me. Do you clean your clubs, like, post-course? No. I should, but uh, I do see, not. See, I never, ever did that before Barnsley. I took, like, two tubs out, one with soapy water and one with clean water, and I cleaned every club. But it's different when you – it's different when they're yours, I think. Yeah. I never did that with my hand-me-downs. I'm a big advocate for if you want to – feel like a better golfer clean your club after every shot before you put it back in your bag oh have a little i try to do that pour a little water in your towel have the little tip of your towel wet and clean your club after each shot and that's how you will feel and your clubs (laughs) will look like you know you know what i did for the first time the last time i played um i actually i was pulled out my my i so i did i got a new 52 degree for my my birthday it's a uh tailor-made raw wedge whatever those like ones are so like rusts um mm-hmm. and i pulled it out and i was like 40 yards from the the pin i was like all right this is perfect i could get a little little nipper here you know and nipper. i i uh took a tee out of my pocket cleaned the grooves and i was like all right i want this to, i want this to check up it didn't do it but i at least had the thought in my mind uh that i yeah. i could do it like so you know dude one of my best friends in college brandon brookins he listens to the pod he actually was going to listen to the our last pod tonight oh nice Um, he told me he was going to he was he was better than me in college actually he was better than me in college like his freshman sophomore year and then we kind of leveled out um but he was so good and we would always mess with him because his clubs were so dirty. And I was like, bro, how are you, like, how are you doing this? You look at his clubs and I'm like, dude, this is crusty. Clean your clubs, bro. And he was just, he was a dog, even though they were like not clean. That makes great. me mad because I've always, I thought you had to keep your grooves clean to get spit on the ball. So I always try to keep them clean. Dude, there was a video yeah. of Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth uh, chipping recently. And uh speeth hit something he's like ah oh, i didn't check up but and then scotty looked at his clubs like bro what are what is this all over your club and uh jordan was just like uh oh, they're just permanently dirty and scotty took out a tee and like scratched off his grooves and like cleaned it for him and then no he hit it and it checked up a little bit and scotty said that's why you have clean grooves I love it. It's because he never has to do it, bro. His caddy does. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, right. I don't know if that was like a fake one or like you know, Tiger doesn't take divots, but you know, <laughs> Miles thinks that's cap. Yeah, yeah. He was he I he was totally messing with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, shifting gears. We're at fifty minutes. Let's try to 
wrap this up. Um, today is December 13th. We are going to have this air on uh, the 18th, so this upcoming Monday, and then um, try to get one another podcast out on the first of the year for 2024 to start out hot. But to end the year off, we wanted to go through some of our personal goals, uh, golf goals. I mean, if you want to share other personal goals, you can. Uh, and then goals that we have for the, the podcast group as a whole. None of us have shared with each other what we're going to say yet. So all of this is going to be new for us as well. Um, I don't know who wants to start. Anybody want to volunteer? You start. Me start? Okay, I'll start. Um, sure. I get, well, like, for Finn does stuff, that's my personal my personal golf content, uh, personal blog is what I want to call it or have it be. I do want to do things other than just golf, but golf's what I'm so interested in right now that it's the main thing I'm focusing on. Uh, next year, I really, I'm, my big goal that I have announced is that I want to drop my handicap to below 10. Um, so I'm going to be working hard on that personally. I want to post one longer streamed video a month. Like it'd be really cool if I could do like a breaking 45 a month. Like if I do nine holes, uh, trying to break 45. And then if I can do that, then a breaking 40, uh, and maybe get to a point where I can do a full breaking 90, uh, series, like, you know, video, but those are my big goals. I want to have, I want to get over 5,000 Instagram followers on both accounts my fen does stuff and and tiktok or whatever youtube subscribers if i could have five thousand across all of those and the same for teeing up truth that'd be really cool um those are my goals i i want to do some videos with y'all as well for teeing up truth um and be on a consistent schedule with our podcasting so yeah Solid, man. I love that. Yeah, those are super good. I don't I'll know go. how obtainable they are, but those are what I want. I haven't really even yeah. thought through them fully. Like, how, how can I accomplish this or whatever? Those are just rough yeah. draft. Like, for 2024, that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah. You take it away, Brett. For sure, I want us to to, to stick with this post maybe more often. Who knows? Yeah. Um, like to get you guys some video series so you can actually see us playing and whatnot. Um. That would definitely that's definitely like a major goal for this and this channel. But uh personally, my daughter actually came up to me today and said, I want you to teach me golf. Oh, that's we were awesome. watching some golf YouTube and I was like, Oh, daddy can't wait. So let's hope cross our fingers because it'll be a little easier pull on the wife. Yeah. Uh for more golf if I can teach her. And I do feel like every prodigy, right, starts at like four. You know, they're like Tiger, everybody, every story you hear, Phelps, whatever, like been doing it since i was four and she'll be turning four this year so that's an individual one for sure there and then i'd like to do um i'd like i'd hope i'd get to do like a real golf trip in 2024 Mm. something where i travel somewhere um doesn't have to play a bunch of different courses but some just a weekend trip where i play golf preferably with you guys but maybe it's something with just rachel um and then i'd like also course for my 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 handicap to get lower but i'd like to post like i have one round sub 80 i'd like it if i could post one round 75 or better okay next year yeah but i i kind of hope it's not at city club because it's like city club's an easy course all all of my lowest scores are at city clubs like i have if you could break seven i have 30 percent gur everywhere else and then city club i have like 60 percent. it's shorter and the course is kind of easy if you could do if you could choose 75 at cobblestone that'd be awesome that's what that's what my goal is i have a 83 at cobblestone and uh i've only played it once with my new irons okay but but I, I know the course well. I know I can score on it. It's really just like avoiding those those blowout holes. Like yeah. I have a nine at Cobblestone that was one over. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so it's funny you mentioned um, playing golf with with Kenna. Um, mine is similar. What that's definitely one of mine. Me and Liam. 
like Liam shows interest in golf. Yeah. The thing is, his golf clubs, he has a real set of golf clubs, like his putter. Yeah, I saw you had him like iron the clubs. Man, the man graduated from like the plastic, the wood. Oof. He has like actual. Bro, he's got like this is real deal. Wow. Ooh. That's so, nicer like, than my putter. Is, like, they're too, they're a little too heavy for him at his age right now and a little too long, but mm -hmm. we knew that when we got them. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my parents, by the way. My parents actually bought this for him. Oh, nice. Uh, he's but, a lefty too, isn't yeah. he? And he's lefty. He's lefty. <laughs> it's funny when he was super like last year when he started holding a club, I tried to like get him to set up on the, as a righty, but the dude would literally just move over on the side of the ball every time. And I'm like, all right, man, I, you're a lefty. No, no doubt about it. That's cool. But I've taken Liam to the driving range one time. He's actually been to the range once. Um, but goal would be to get him on the golf course and like that become kind of like our thing, yeah. you know, take him to the golf course. He rides nine holes or yeah. nine holes, right? So get Liam more into golf. Um, personally, I would love it for us to just keep doing the pod consistently. Um, shout out to Steven, honestly, for, you know, editing and posting all, really all the content. So that shout out to you, shout out to you, man. For sure. But consistently filming the pod, consistent, like just content creation, um, rounds of golf with you guys, mm -hmm. like in person. I come up, to, I come up to y'all. You guys come over here, over here to me. Go on a weekend golf trip, whatever, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Just playing more golf with you guys in person. Um. Yeah, we'd love it if the if the TikTok, Instagram, golf accounts. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree with you, Finn. Like five K would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. if we could do that um, in a year, that'd be family, pretty cool. Yeah, we have our family TikTok. Um, I would love to hit hundred K on that. I mean, we we have to. We're we're so close to hundred K, but we've been we've been at like ninety eight K for months. So just gotta get to hundred K on that, which is that's gonna happen. But yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. A number of mine. I would like to say I want to play in at least one competitive, actual organized tournament. That'd be really fun too. Nice. See, I said that, but I don't even know where I would start. I wouldn't say competitive. I almost said I want to play in one serious round, but I don't even know where I would begin with that. I would play yeah. in a in a round that counted my handicap, but I'm not going to play in a competitive golf that doesn't because I I wouldn't even be competitive. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I'd like to try to at least make my mental state like every yeah. shot matters. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to just I just want to put myself in that environment again where it's like super intense. Oh. The nerves, mm -hmm. the anxiety, the, like like everything I used to feel in college golf, just to see what I'm made of, you know, just yeah. to like experience that again. Um so yeah, I mean at Stonebridge down the road, like they have numerous like at least a couple tournaments a year. That are actually like, you can sign up and play. Maybe Some member guest that. tournaments? Not not member guests, like actually just you know, I don't know what the occasion is or what it's called, but can we a, can we can we play? Yeah. All right. I think we should do it. I'm, yeah, like I we can it. actually play in a tournament at Stonebridge. Like keep us posted. For real. It'll be fun. I'm trying to play in the member guest at Indian Hills with my father in law. Um I bet so. there's some good golfers at that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, those okay. are great goals. I, I don't have any kids, uh, so I can't agree with you there, but I, I love the sentiment, uh, on that. I, I am already planning for that once I do have kids, uh, for that to also be our thing. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, teeing up truth to the moon, right? That's what, uh, <laughs> that's what Bob says. Yeah. That's what Bob, Bob says teeing up truth to the moon. Uh, so thank you, Bob. When when we beat him, we'll make him say it. Yeah, that would actually be such a sick three on three. <laughs> it would be I, a lot of fun. How do we, how do we get it to happen? We challenge them to like some kind of challenge video that they're confident they could win. You said how do we get that make that happen? Yeah, we have to have more than twenty followers on Instagram. We need a lot more clout. Yeah, to, uh, <laughs> a lot more cameras them. too. That's true. We need a lot more clout. But they seem like the type of people where if they're really confident in something, you could get that itch, you know? Yeah. Like, especially if you're like, you guys couldn't beat us at whatever. 
I'm not no. going to go with that Guinness challenge because they're the going to smoke is, us in that every day of the week. None of us are drinkers. <laughs> like, I, you know. I, <laughs> and oh, Bob's yeah. a scratch golfer oh, when he's drunk. That's so true. <laughs> they probably have hundreds of people reaching out to them for collabs. Oh, all, so, all, so, all yeah. the time. No. Yeah. We have no clout. Um, I, we'll get there. One day, one of the things that we said and we kind of mentioned, like, blew over, I, I think we could beat the Divot dudes. I mean, there's two of them. And there's three yeah. of us, but I'm sure they could find a third. I think we could beat them. Yeah. Yes. They'd yeah. be a good match. It would be. Yeah. So play for a rap soto. Play for a rap soto. Divot dudes. Here we go. I pl- I play against the DOD king too. Have him get two of his buddies because I gonna... love that guy. Really. Oh, I think it's great. He's hilarious. He's like, I think he would. He literally played with him and Grant. Is it played Garrett col- in college? Him and Grant, oh, it's Grant. Played, on, played on the same college team. Kind of crazy. He has too much clout for us too right now, so I don't think we. I have. just, I, I love his his just driver off the deck shenanigans, bro. I just love it. I tried to hit a driver off the deck the other day, and I almost broke my driver. Yeah, don't do that. So I don't know how to do it. You gotta hit. You gotta be a little more steep with that. I, I'm pretty good at that right now, Miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Brett. I don't know if we told you, I've spiraled multiple times in the past couple of weeks. And the other day, I sent Miles six slow motion videos of me hitting a driver, and just said, "Fix me. What's wrong? I don't. I like." And he just keeps telling me that I'm just coming over the top and cutting across the ball. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Just, just wait. I'm gonna try to play. I'm playing with my father-in-law and Colin, my brother-in-law, over Christmas break. And I'm going to try to play nine tomorrow or maybe Friday. Nice. And I just hit at the range today for the first time really since October. And it was like such a good rain session. And I can't just wait to go out and just I'm have excited. like a case of the lefts or the rights or something. I am playing tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. I'm playing 18 on Friday. We have an 8.30 tea time at River Pines. The temperature is going to be 35 degrees. Um, Oof, and when we start, um, and then I have a 12:50 tea time at the plantation course at Sea Island on Monday. Um, and so, Jealous. yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm gonna try to shoot a breaking 45 in in both both times. Um, so we'll see. A 35 degree breaking 45 after our company's annual celebration tomorrow night. I'm playing with three colleagues. Uh, could be quite a challenge, but we'll see. Could be my That'll best be round ever or my worst round ever. That is going to be fun. I also can't hit my driver right now, so that's good. Don't worry. We'll fix you. We'll, we'll get a good fix for you. We're just going to have you close the club face a little bit in impact. And we're gonna have you swing out to the right and close the club through impact, and you will not slice it. You're just gonna have me start flicking, flipping. We're gonna have we're gonna put a bayonet on that thing, bro, because you can't. It's okay. This. My second swing today was a baby draw, and that's the second one I've ever hit in my life. And I was, I just, I, I thought about giving up on golf right there. I was like, <laughs> this is so dumb. Where did this come from? Yeah, we're gonna have you line up for some draws, and we'll work that slice out. All right. Well, I have a day and a half to fix it. Um. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, it's time to go. We have really enjoyed chatting. I could keep talking to you guys for hours. Um. So, what do you have to say, Miles, to the to viewers, listeners, ladies, gents? Appreciate you guys listening. Um. Hopefully, y'all enjoy hanging out and just whether you're doing some yard work on a long drive, working, having some having us in the background. We appreciate y'all. Um. Yeah, stick along for the ride, folks. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Any, just tune in whenever you can. I know I was on the range today, listening to podcasts. Same type of thing. Just anything you can do to help us out. Tell your friends about us. Um, hit us in the DMs about what sports are super difficult that, and you think we're crazy for thinking golf so so bad. We're we're athletic and fiery, competitive dudes. We'd love to have conversations about it and. And give us some more questions because it's always fun to hear, yeah. you know, what the rest of the community is like really buzzing about, especially with golf. Um, 
we got all skill levels here and and yeah excited for next year hope you guys all have a great christmas great new years we'll see you back in 2024 little club to roll for the ending i saw that that was good um thank you so much uh this is the teeing up truth team uh miles brett and finn um you can follow us at teeing up truth on instagram tiktok uh, I have my own Instagram, Finn does stuff, also the same as TikTok. Miles is Miles underscore Mendiola underscore golf on Instagram and TikTok. Brett does not have either, uh, <laughs> but he says he may. Maybe in twenty, maybe in twenty twenty. Maybe in twenty twenty four. That's a goal for Brett to have a social media <laughs> presence. All right. We, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please, like Brett said, share with your friends. Give us five stars. Like the video. Comment. Subscribe. Put it on your stories. Do whatever you have to do. We appreciate it. We love you. Have a great night and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Merry Thank Christmas. you. Bye. Bye.